I am here with my friend Deanna, and she is a LinkedIn expert, such a niche specialty. And so many of us know that LinkedIn is where our clients are at, where our people are at, and we need to learn how to better utilize it because it's not like it used to be. It's a real social media platform these days. So I am thrilled that you are here to tell us about it. Welcome, Deanna. Thank you so much for having me, Carolyn. I'm excited to spout all of the LinkedIn knowledge <laughs> to everyone watching. <laughs> you caught my attention with this triangle strategy. I always love when there's a strategy with a formula and a name behind it. But yes. before we get to that, why don't you tell us a little bit about how you ended up being a LinkedIn specialist? Yes. So basically, it happened by accident. Um, <laughs> it didn't, like, this is nothing that I went to school for. Okay. When I was going to high school and college, LinkedIn wasn't a thing. So I'm that old. Um, I actually went to school for broadcasting and who knew broadcast journalism would take me to social media, which is kind of sort of like, not really. Well, no, anyhow, I'm using the communication skills to communicate about how I went in one direction and I ended up in another direction. So it was actually a sales job that brought me to LinkedIn because I had already been on it. I had already created a profile and I was updating things, not regularly, but I was using it more like an online resume and that all changed in the summer of 2018. And why you ask? Because of a sales job. And that company wanted me to use LinkedIn to cold call pitch. Basically to say, I don't know you, I don't like you, I don't trust you, but please buy from me. And raise your hand if you ever experienced one of those cold call pitches and the direct message. Uh, every single day? <laughs> I got one this morning. Anyhow, so I pivoted from that strategy because I realized that they don't like me. They don't know me. They don't like me. They don't trust me. So why would they do business? And so I pivoted to more, let's create content for people to get to know me, get to know what I'm all about, and then let's create conversations and not just creating but contribute basically treating linkedin as an online networking event and crazy how that all works because when i say that some people are like oh my god my mind was just blown because i never really thought of linkedin oh as a networking event. <laughs> right so it's about creating that profile it is about creating and contributing to the conversations in the comments and is about creating that content that adds value. And so you really can't have one piece without the other two. But as I was doing this, Carolyn, I didn't realize that my network was growing. I didn't realize how it was exploding because I was so concentrating at that time I was concentrated on the actual sales that I was doing. I was, I mean, I was doing my job. So then about 18 months into this, I looked back and I, and I saw that 400 or so, what I started with had grown to 11,000, 
Now I'm over 28,000 and it's all goes back to that strategy. When people ask what's the strategy of three things, three things, your profile conversations, AKA engagement, not the engagement ring, like creating conversations and talking to people talk. Um, And then content is the third piece. So that I'm guessing is what forms your triangle strategy. That is That is awesome. Yeah. yeah, it's this relationship and this balance with all of them. Now I'm imagining in my mind that I put out content pretty regularly. I engage pretty regularly. How regularly should I be updating my profile? Well, it all depends on who you're trying to attract, how you make sure that that is communicated in each piece of your profile. Honestly, I decided after I attended an event a couple weeks ago that I would add a certain profession into my LinkedIn profile. And so I just did it. You can really change it at any time. It's fluid. It's not like it's a book that goes to print and then you can never touch it again. So you can change things up as much as as you want, Um, but it's making sure that you're communicating in every single piece of your profile, who you are, what you do, who you're looking to work with, answering all of the questions. Mm, Yes. Okay. Now, one of my issues with social platforms and the engagement side of it is the amount of time that it takes. Do you do something like set a timer, engage for this amount of time and then stop? I don't, but I keep in mind that um, it is about commenting with a strategy. So my metaphor for commenting and how I teach the commenting part of of um, my LinkedIn coaching is imagine a, a face-to-face networking event. You walk into a big room, restaurant, meeting event area, whatever it is, and you see everyone having conversations. Well, then imagine that you have hanging from the rafters, big poster boards saying, these people are talking about this and these people are talking about this. It doesn't happen doesn't but my strategy takes them over to those conversations so that it's not a matter of setting a timer it's a matter of these are the people I want to be seen by and these are the groups and people I want to be resonating with and this is where I need to be having those conversations Mm, I love that bringing the strategic part to it it's not scrolling and commenting if as you see things and making sure okay it's got to be at least five words and Uh random (laughs) right it's about treating it like a networking event so walking in and letting anything go by the wayside as far as oh my god what do i do about this and what do i do but just just have conversations that's all and you're making sure that you have those conversations with people that you want to be more visible to. Mm, yeah. It's the Something same else. thing. It's the same idea that goes into if you and I were having a 
virtual coffee or a get to know you call. And I asked you, who can I introduce you to? Not necessarily the people that are clients of yours, but the people that you know work closely with those clients. Mm -hmm. Same thing goes into LinkedIn. Who are the people that work closely with those people that you want to be seen by? Just think about it that way. Yeah. That makes sense. Mm -hmm. Okay. I have some ideas to change my LinkedIn strategy a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of services do you do with people? Do you provide like profile audits and um, this learning how to do this method and this engagement method? Is this like yep. a group program? It's all of the above. So <laughs> we do profile review calls and it's 30 minutes, people walk away with a re really good idea of what they need to do with their profile. So I don't do the fishing for my clients. I teach them how to fish. So I'm not gonna go in there and just start changing stuff. No, no, I wanna teach you how to do it so that you know then what you're supposed to be doing in the future. And then, um, so that's the profile review call. That's one service. The second service is the six week one-on-one -on -one and combined with a three month group membership. Mm -hmm. And the reason why I've done that is we have three calls, hence the three parts of the triangle. Each call gets a part of the triangle. And then I, I partner that with the group membership because if you've ever seen the show Price is Right, there is a game on the Price is Right called the Mountain Climber. And he's scaling and he's scaling. And what I found is some, not all, but some of my one-on-one -on -one clients were going boom, <laughs> crashing. And we don't want people to crash off the mountain. We want them to keep scaling the mountain. And so I combined the group membership to provide a little bit more of scaling and keep LinkedIn in their radar. Mm -hmm. um, and then I have people that with the with the one-on-one, -on -one, I add in the three month and then they can get six month, they can get 12 month. And we work on things in these Zoom calls that perhaps are new features or we answer questions. We do peer to peer accountabilities. So like I said, all of the above. <laughs> Whatever your questions are on LinkedIn, please go see Deanna. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So yeah, I don't claim to be a LinkedIn expert in any way. I just claim to be a LinkedIn fan. And I just want mm -hmm. to show people that we're not all there to pitch. We're not all there to sell. We really, there are some really awesome and amazing people that just want to have good conversations, share their knowledge and, and just get to know, like, and trust because it's a networking event. Yeah. Yeah, I like how you put that. I I have a lot of people telling me that I need to take on this title of funnel queen. And I, I tried it for like a few days. And I'm like, I just don't feel very comfortable with it. I prefer funnel fanatic. Like you said, yeah. I'm just a fan. I enjoy it so much. And I don't know everything, but I know how to figure it out and ask yeah. questions and try things and test things. So, yeah much more that's, a fan girl. Right. That's what it's all about. It's about being a fan of a platform and just encouraging people 
And in your case, the funnels, encouraging people how to make them work the best for them. So that's what it's all about. Yeah. So now I realize we talked about the profile part and the engagement part. We haven't talked about the content part. What yeah. kind of content should we be posting and how often? I think that's a question people have a lot. Well, one of the um, one of the things that people need to understand in regards to content on LinkedIn is that what works for the goose may not work for the gander. So if you see someone that is creating really good visual type carousels are called or whatever you want to, you basically flip, you flip the screen and you go from graphic to graphic. That may not work for you. Perhaps you're a storyteller. Perhaps you want to relate. It's all about relating when it comes to mm -hmm. content. Because if people can't relate with their content, if people can't relate with the stories, they're just going to scroll by. So it's about relating with them. And, um, so to go back into the different types of content, you can post whatever you want and you can feel free to mix it up a little bit. You can test doing a poll. You can test doing a video and see what works. When I started creating content, I didn't realize that videos would be my thing at the beginning. I really didn't. But it provided an opportunity not only to create content on a platform that I was becoming more familiar with, but I wasn't like I was super expert on, but it also got me out of the comfort zone of clicking record and doing the videos. And now when I look back at doing the videos, I laugh because I looked ridiculous in some of these videos. But but looking back, I'm like, if I wouldn't have done that for an entire year and I only did the videos twice a week, every Tuesday and every Friday. But you know what I did in between? I shook hands. Mm -hmm. I had conversations with people. So that goes to the point of you do not have to be posting three times a day, four times a day, seven times a day. You don't even have to be posting seven days a week. You mm -hmm. find what works for you and then bring it to LinkedIn and integrate it into your schedule, into your calendar. Because the fourth piece of that triangle, if I was creating a triangle that would then be a square, I would say it would be consistency. Mm -hmm. Because if you remember what I said about the videos, I was consistently posting them twice a week. Twice a week. I kept that up for over a year. Consistency is really huge. And I'm not saying that you can't, can't take a vacation. You just know when you do take a break, that you have to jump back in and just keep going. Mm -hmm. I took a break because I didn't have a choice. I was on a forced vacation with no Wi-Fi and I didn't have a choice, but it was good for my mental health. And now I know I gotta keep swimming. It's just like Dory in Finding Nemo. You just, <laughs> just keep swimming. Yeah, I think, I like to think of content as, as being something that's there like the main thing is the going out and having conversations and meeting people and just having something on your profile for them to come back to some fresh interesting content so when they're scoping you out it's not like a ghost town or something that right. you posted eight right. years ago uh -huh. <laughs> and that's why the triangle strategy works because it's about what you put on your profile but if you aren't having the conversations and you aren't posting content, 
then it's a really good profile that nobody sees. I hear crickets as people go to your profile because no one sees you. And the conversations, it's about getting to know, like, and trust people. And then it's about the content where you showcase your value. You relate with the people. You share stories of your business. You share behind the scenes. It's all of that. And then it works when you're networking. Yeah. Hashtag always be funneling. <laughs> mm-hmm. Always being linked in. Yeah, that isn't even a word. Nothing rings to it, but <laughs> like that that wheel keeps turning. You can get yourself some momentum without having to be like hustle every day. And I think funnels are very good for that and in the same way. <laughs> yeah. See, we have something in common. Both of it. It's about what you set up at the beginning mm-hmm. and put, putting the foundation pieces in so that it keeps working for you when you're not there. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what else? What else you got for me? Hmm. Well, our topic today is how to stand out from the crowd. And I think that probably just by putting this strategy into place at all, you're going to be kind of standing out. But are there some other elements that help us to really gain attention, traction, and visibility on LinkedIn? So I can give you the low-hanging fruit. And that is, if you are currently using your job title in your LinkedIn headline, you are not standing out from the crowd. If you are an account executive, if you are an attorney, and that is the only thing that you have in your LinkedIn headline, you're not standing out from everybody else. Because honestly, if I were to go onto LinkedIn and I'd search account executive, chances are I would find millions of other people that currently have. So what makes James a different account executive than Mary? Probably Mm -hmm. a lot, but they're not saying it for anybody to know. If you don't say it, then no one will know what, what sets you apart from everybody else. So it's about showcasing your brand, showcasing your differentiator, showcasing here is me, here's what I am, here here is without without saying, look at me, look at me, look at how awesome I am. And that's where relating with people comes in. For example, the about section on your LinkedIn profile. If you start out the first few sentences, because if you're on the um If you're on someone's LinkedIn profile, you only get so many lines of text before people click see more. Okay. Same thing goes with a piece of content. You need to hook them in. You need to draw them in. We'll go back to fishing. You need to reel them in like a fish with a hook. Because honestly, I don't see too many people fishing where the fish is still swimming and you don't reel them in. Reel them in. So it's about getting their attention and relating with them. And the person who says, I, 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 me, 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 I've had 25 years of experience. Look at me, look at me, look at me, look at me. I don't know how much they're relating with those people. So relate and put yourself into the seat of the person that you want to work with. I'm so glad that you put it that way. I, I know the advice now swings towards 
you know, always think about the other person, always talk about your client, never, you know, don't be too much about you. And there's a balance there because you do also need to talk about you to build the know, like, and trust. They have to know that you're a human being with your own quirks and advantages. And there's a way to present that without it being like, look at how awesome I am. There's a way to connect it to being with what your clients are actually needing. So they know like, why is this relevant to me? Right. Think about the problems that you solve. Think about the people that you help. And then you'll find that you are taking yourself out of the equation and just help, help, helping. Give, 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 then take. So that's what it all boils down to is that I start every networking call going, tell me about you. Tell me what's going on in your world. Tell me Mm -hmm. about your business. And then if there's time, then I'll talk a little bit about leverage up. But if you lead with the other person, then it doesn't become a mirror where you're looking at a vanity metric. That's Mm. what it's all about. Yes. And I like what you said about the headline as well. I did not realize until recently that those headlines can be very long. Like I was putting in like a two word, this is what I do but you can actually make it like a whole sentence with lots of keywords and probably you want to try to front pack that sentence with the most important things. Because when people are looking at your comments, they're going to see, you know, Carolyn Choate, Oh, book marketing and funnels. I'm interested in that. I go back to her profile. Applause for you for bringing that up because when people are thinking about their headline, You do not have to use all 220 characters. So if you find that you can keep it short and sweet, then more power to you if you can do it, okay? But when you are front-loading it into the problems that you solve and the people that you help, then it is, then you're offering relatability, you are, you're relating with the people that you want to do business with, and then they'll be more inclined to go to your profile. So there are, I mean, keywords is one thing. I actually talked to someone last week who, who got the advice from someone to just put a whole bunch of keywords in there. And I'm like, well, how is that working? It's Make it not readable at all. Just word, 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 word. It's just a bunch of keywords. And I'm not saying not to use any keywords that you want to be found under the search for, but it's about how you help people, how you serve your clients. Tell us what, why you're on LinkedIn. Why, what makes you different than any other LinkedIn coach? And for me, it comes back to my triangle strategy. No one else who helps people on LinkedIn has the triangle strategy. So what's your differentiator? Mm, Yes. And that differentiator can be something very simple too. Like we don't have to stress and overthink it. What sets you apart? You know, it's doesn't have to be something huge. Right. Right. Yep. It's about, it's about the little things. Okay. Uh, One more question. And then I'm going to ask for you to just spout whatever advice you want. Okay. <laughs> when it comes to the profile picture, yeah. 
do you prefer a close-up headshot or a logo or um, something related to your business? What do you think is the best choice there? The profile picture should be you smiling. You solo smiling, approachable, because I don't know too many people going to a networking event flashing around their logo. Now, I'm not saying on the company page you can't put your logo. Mine is on there. But on the personal profile, it is you solo smiling, and you should be taking up between 65 and 75% of the circle. Oh, okay. Very and not distractible background. Try to keep it like a neutral background. Mm, yeah. Okay. That makes sense. All right. So those are all my questions. And now I'm going to just open it up to whatever you think that we need to know about LinkedIn. So there's a lot. There's a lot. But honestly, I feel like take the pitching out of it. You don't need to be direct messaging anyone and their brother about connecting with you and trying to sell. Because when you do that, you are going to repel a lot more than you will attract. So once you create a place where people can get to know you, get to relate to you, get to trust you, they will then get to like you. So it's about thinking about it outside of the box. And what I mean by that is what can I do on my LinkedIn profile, comments, whatever it is, to get better and to attract the people that I want to be seen by? That, that's, what it's, that's what it's about. I have had clients working with me who have gone before they started working with me from 10 profile views a week and now they're up to 750 profile views a week. Mm -hmm. Visibility is huge. And then the business comes. So if you're only getting a few dozen, that doesn't mean that the visibility will never come. It just means that you need to think about how can I differentiate from everybody else? How can I think outside of the box to get the attention? What does each piece of my profile say about me and what I do? How am I commenting? Am I commenting at all? Then which circles do I need to be commenting? Who do I need to be seen by? And then what's my value? What do I have to offer? What are the stories of my business? That's it in a nutshell. That's what it all boils down to. It sounds pretty doable. Yeah. Mic drop. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Go ahead. Do do all of that. <laughs> Let me know when you need my assistance. <laughs> I think, uh, yes, it would be very valuable for everyone listening to get in touch with you and, and see how they can move forward with making their LinkedIn profile and LinkedIn experience work a little bit smoother for them. So why don't you tell us what your website is and how people should take the next step to connect with you? You got it. So leverageupllc.com is the website. Find me on LinkedIn. 
and it's Deanna Russo. And hopefully I am one of the first Deanna Russo's that pops up in your LinkedIn when you search, because there's others. But um, send me a direct message that you heard me on Carolyn's show and we will set up a time to chat, set up a time to talk. Um, it's all about how I can get you to leverage up. Honestly, there's a reason why we, why I called the company that leverage mm -hmm. up. It's about getting that next step up and optimizing all of the above. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Get in touch and let me know. Direct messages are welcome. Honestly, you can follow, you can connect. I, I just like to have conversations with people and find out where they heard about me and how I can help. There's about to be a whole bunch of Diana Russo's who get messages like, I saw you on Carolyn's show. They'll be like, who? <laughs> what? <laughs> if you Google Diana Russo, Carolyn, there's an actress that is that is named Diana Russo. She was on the Knight Rider remake. She's been on some soap operas. And yeah, I find myself constantly like, yeah, so here's she has like a page and a half from Google search results. But but if you search Deanna Russo LinkedIn, I'm getting closer. I am yeah, getting closer. I searched when I was looking for your headshot. I searched Deanna Russo LinkedIn and got you right away. <laughs> LinkedIn, if I put that in, it might just give me every profile from LinkedIn. Like it's Probably. not necessarily saying this is a person who talks about LinkedIn. Yes. But it worked. Yeah. Yes. The smiling profile pic will sort it out. So I'm just thinking about those people listening on audio, like, oh, oh. but uh, look for the leverage up company too. If you see that yeah. in the profile, then you'll know you have the right one. That's right. <laughs> Deanna Russo, leverage up, and you'll find it. Yes. Thank you so much for coming and giving us all of this value about LinkedIn. I really appreciate it. You got it. You got it. So happy that you invited me to join you. It was it's a fun, always fun talking to you. <laughs> Do you have any parting things you'd like to leave us with? Parting things, have fun with it. If it feels like a job, if it feels like something you have to do, then it's just going to be something that you're not as committed to. So have fun with it. And if you feel like posting something that you would regularly post on another platform, have fun with it. Because what worked on LinkedIn 15 years ago does not work on LinkedIn now. So if you really want to get to know what people are posting about, what types of things people are talking about, come to, come to LinkedIn and see what it's all about. And you might be surprised and some of some of the things that people are posting and it's really a great place to kind of hang out and get to know but it's but it's also very valuable piece of growing your business depending on what your business is yeah, yeah. awesome all right well we will say goodbye there thank you